whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 19 and 20, Scream. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Sure. When a group of parents try to stop the play, Eli takes action. Meanwhile, Becky wants to save, in quotes, Adam. I mean, there's more than that, but sure. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this episode. Just so much to unpack. I took a lot of notes. Uh, oh, yeah, and they didn't talk about Claire at all. Nope. Oh, my God. Okay. Claire. Um, the episode is called Scream, um, based on the 1995 song by Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. It's an interesting one. Um, but I think this is an accurate title, because I screamed a lot while watching this episode. Me, too. I have, like, four pages of notes. I have a lot of notes. I, it was mostly just because there were a lot of good quotes. This was a good ep. It was. It was, it was a good solid ep. Um, so let's dive in. It's finally time for the play. I'm so excited. Um, and like Dave and Tristan, like it's like the day before the play, everything's falling apart. Like they're not ready. It's stressful. Eli is stressed out. Um, and then in the middle of the madness, Claire shows up and is like, "We need a plan about Asher." And I'm like girl what is he she going must to, stop what is he going to do in like one day like let him like get his play off the ground yeah like, he is busy like i just i i'm, I'm like i mm. i am sympathetic me too to her situation yes and that it's i know it's probably all she's talking about and she really wants to like do something about it and yes. that's all she can think about but like wait two days or like go to fucking miss sovey like claire needs to be talking to somebody about this who isn't eli because he is also a child and is not equipped to like no help her through this tough time and like for someone who was like i don't even want to tell eli because it might send him off the edge she's like trying to unravel his life the day before his opening night so like girl be consistent yeah um but then also they have ghosts at the end of this play. Can we just oh yeah, their their souls like leave their bodies and like reunite or something? Yeah, I don't know. I well, don't know. that's what happens in the original script. Yes. Um, but meanwhile, the Bakers, which bums me out that they share my name's sake, are planning to protest the play. And Dallas sees their signs, and they're like, um, these signs are mad homophobic. He literally says mad homophobic. He does, which um, is great. Because, see, the thing is, Dallas wants to take down Eli and take down the play, but not at the expense of being homophobic. Yeah, but even he knows it's not a good idea. And he's like, these are bad, um, but I still want to help you. We just can't have, like, the hate speech involved. So let's figure out a different way around this. That he, isn't shitty. He apparently already has an idea. Yes. He's got his scheming face. Yes. Um, and then we're with Eli, who's, who is like... so stressed out. And he's, like, handing off his, like, duties to Adam because he's like, but Claire needs me. And Adam's like, what are you... T- what? Dude, what? priorities. We are all Adam yeah. in this Adam moment. Yeah, Adam is the constant voice of reason um and, then, and honestly can i just say that the song that they're singing in this part is beautiful like their like harmonies the their harmonies really are incredible yeah. oh my god their harmonies are amazing yeah um and but then fiona comes in and is like mr simpson made me stop selling tickets what's going on um oh yeah dave and tristan are also just so good and uh tristan still won't kiss dave yeah We'll wing it. It'll seem more spontaneous, is yeah. what he says. And then he says something t- about lip virginity. <laughs> yeah, because then, then Tori comes over and, like, knows what's up. And he's like, I can't have Dave be my first kiss. Um, and Zig is like, you haven't kissed anybody before? And I truly, until this moment, forgot that Zig existed. So did I. I was like, who is that? So oh, did I. We right. haven't seen Zig in a while. I know. Um, and then, yeah, I wrote, you lip virginity. <laughs> yeah, lip virginity um, is a real bummer of a sentence. Um, 
And then, yeah, and Zig's like, you ever kiss anyone? And Tori's like, don't you have homework to go finish? And he's like, I can take a hint. And it's like, yeah, bye, Zig. Go away, um, Zig. You're the so worst. Now, so then, and then Tristan is, oh, I think Zig says something like, well, the play's not until tomorrow. Like, you could find someone to kiss by then. And then it gets that idea into Tristan's head where he's like, a mad dash for his first kiss before he has to kiss Dave. I'm like, dude. Come okay. on. Come on. Um, first kiss is not important. My first kiss was behind a stop and shop. So <laughs> I think mine was like in like a truth or dare circle. Yeah. Which I'm going to count. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but then we're with Mr. Simpson, who is like, so we've had some students and parents complain about this play. Um, we need to review your script the day before it premieres, which is like, really? Wouldn't we have already done this like before? But okay. Um, and Eli's all pissed off, which is fair. Um, and there's a possibility that the play will get shut down. So that's great. Should we do Fashion Police? Yeah, I honestly don't have a ton. I don't have a ton, but Eli's hair looks great. Uh, Jenna is wearing this like teal skirt and frilly top when they're talking in the bathroom. That is not flattering. Eli wears a black denim jacket that I liked. Um, um, oh, his like splotchy like Rorschach shirt he mm-hmm. wears is bad. Um, the it's not really fashion fashion, but the set painters tattoos are extremely bad. <laughs> I don't know if I I'm when Eli wears his dressed as the friar when he's talking to the parents. Oh, my God. quoting scripture is amazing. It's, yeah. Um, Also, what is Tori's costume and makeup in the play? She's like the... the, She's like the nurse, but like, but like the, but the outfit is crazy and the makeup is crazy. It's, it's just, the makeup especially, I was like, what is happening to her face? a blazer and a salmon button up that I did not enjoy. This girl wears too many blazers. Can I just say, you were a child. It's a lot of blazers for, like, a 17-year-old. Yeah. Oh, I hated Katie's, like, beige leather vest with studs and paired with camo pants. Katie's fashion has really taken a turn since she changed her hair. Yeah, but the hair I still like. I I know you hate it, but I kind of like the hair, man. Um, I love Eli's, like, bow tie suit look for the play. Oh my, and like, I think the Jules costume has like a top hat with a pink scarf around it, <laughs> it which does. is great. Um, Becky Baker's fake mustache is oh a goddamn God, delight. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it is. Oops, it is incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so then we're with Becky Baker and her signs say gay play. No way. Um, oh boy. And Adam comes over and sees the signs and he's like, so I guess this means we're not going to the play together. And Becky is like being all gross and transphobic. Yep. And she says that she was made perfectly by the hands of God. Yeah. Just like, yeah, um, I don't like that. I think she calls Adam a girl and Adam's like, I'm not a girl. I'm trans and you're a real piece of work. And Becky is like, you should just try to be a girl. And she said, if you accepted how God made you, you'd be happier. And Adam's yeah, like, that's it. geez, I never thought of that. Yeah, all I have written <laughs> down is, geez, I never thought of that. Yeah. Fuck Becky. But uh, yeah, no. But and Jenna is like, clearly not buying this bullshit. She's like, yeah, I don't think you got through to him. No, and also- God, no she says, God made me brunette, but blondes have more fun. Yeah. Uh, Jenna. Jenna. And I'm like, Jenna, why do you hang out with her? I don't know. I think Jenna's just lonely. But like, she. But yeah, but Jenna's like, try, like, tries to kind of, she tries to be neutral in the situation, which is, and then she's like, later, she's finally like, girl, calm yeah. down. Yeah. You're being offensive. Yeah. But Becky's like, I think I got through to him. And, and she's like, she's like, yeah, sure you did. But um, I, I forgot about that line. I love that line. God <laughs> made me brunette, but blondes have more fun. Um, but then, of course, Becky Baker and Adam like have to work on a science project together. Obviously, they're lab TV. partners. Yes. Um. Oh my god. Oh yeah. And then we're at the. Pl- they were. Ta- we're with Eli, who's talking to all like the pe- the play people. He gives a rousing. He speech. gives a rousing speech that ends with homophobia will be defeated and love will triumph. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
And then he's like talking to Dave and he's all stressed out. And Dave is like, the irony is, isn't this play about sticking up for the little guy? Isn't that what Jesus would want? And then it like puts a little idea in Eli's head. Because I think he has, because he talks about how he has to like talk to the parents or something. Yeah. Um, and and Dave is telling him how um, Becky gave him a Pray the Gay Away <laughs> pamphlet and that her dad is a minister. Right. And Eli's um, like, oh, of course he is. Yeah. But then we're in the hallway and Fiona and Imogen are being all coupley and cute. I love it. And then Tristan like zeroes in oh, on Well, them. first they're talking to Dallas because we get the infamous, you can stuff your saris in a sack from Imogen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, they're still pissed off at him because of the fight at Fiona's apartment, which is very fair. And then Tristan is like, gays! And goes over to them and is like, how did you meet? How did you do this? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and Which I feel like is a, is a question we've all had. And he's like, I don't even know how to find someone to have a crush on. And they're like, well, you just meet someone and then you become best friends and then you realize there's a spot. It's like all it's like they're not being helpful at all. No, they're like being annoying. Tristan's like, all like of my friends bubble. are women. What are you yeah. saying to me? <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, but they're like, oh, you're so cute. And they like kind of take him under their wing, even though they did not help him at all. And I kind of love this. No, like, but trio. they love him. They're like, yeah. you're just a button. You're, you're just so a cute. cute. Little baby gay. They just um, adopt him. It's very cute. It's very cute. And then we are... With Eli, who is dressed, <laughs> dressed like a goddamn lunatic and is just hitting them with Bible, Bible. quotes and across just, the board. And the whole time I'm like, it's a public school. We shouldn't be bringing God into any of this nonsense anyway. I mean, but also we grew up in America where that happens constantly. I know. Um... And then, but then they're like, yeah, we have a problem with the gay stuff, but that's not actually what we're talking about. We're talking about how this play glorifies suicide. And it's just, like, and I understand Eli's response. He's like, it's Romeo and Julie. It's a class, like, everybody does Romeo and Julie. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But also, Dallas is an evil genius. Yes, he is. Like, this is exactly, like, perfect, like, Evil genius. Eli's not doing a great job at defending this. He's like, but it's Romy. It's a classic. What are you talking about? And also, I would argue that the play's message is that Romeo and Juliet are dumb as fuck. And this whole, the suicide could have been avoided by them not being stupid. Yeah, but he does. But, but I feel like the ghost thing at the end yeah, the makes, it glorified. makes it glorified. Yes, 100%. And I and I also was like, okay, but the Van Helsing play was okay with everybody with the heaving bosoms yeah. and shit, like <laughs> and the blood, like the gore. So I know much that was gore. a different era, but still. Oh my god, Degrassi can has we, put on much. Can we watch Van Helsing again? Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> that episode is so good. You gave me a social disease. Um, and then he's like, all right, well, give me a chance. I'll rewrite the ending. And I'm like, okay, we're rewriting the ending to Romeo and Juliet? All right. Well, no, he, this, he hasn't decided yet. He's, uh, um, he, want, first he shows them the end. Oh, yeah, he shows, he's like, well, let me show you the last scene. And then, yeah, because then I wrote, the scene is not helping. <laughs> it is super not helping, but also it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a very, like, good ending like it's a good song you guys i fucking love this play it's a good i am very happily surprised yeah this play i'm but i'm like also deeply upset that we did not get to watch the entire play i wanted to see all of it i want a separate episode although we we just watch the play we'll get to what we did see because i have a lot to say oh my god me too Um, but 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 he yeah and then he has to rewrite it because they're like not dog but he agrees he's like he's like you guys are totally right and dallas is like wait what yeah (laughs) he's like just give me a chance to fix it um and then we're is it then we're in the bathroom with jenna and becky right and becky's just on a war path and becky is or becky's on a war path jenna sees that she doesn't want the play to happen because she's like feeling weird about adam because she's like i almost want to date with Adam, like, oh my god! What if I had? What if if I had had liked her? And she keeps misgendering, and I do not like it. And um, also, Jenna says, "Pretty sure it's not a sin to do a project with a transgender guy," which is a fair fucking point. Yeah, and fuck off, Becky. Becky's like, "God made us partners for a reason." I'm like, "That sounds like a threat." 
Um, and then uh, Jenna eye rolls the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then we're practicing more scenes from the play. Everyone's wearing like masquerade masks, and I love it. It's so and fun. Tristan is. I fucking the a cute hell maybe gay out of, guy yeah. with a tattoo. Yeah, he's got a few tattoos. They're all bad. They're. I was like, who is that? And he like trips, and he's like, oh my god, who is that? Yeah. He's beautiful. He's just staring him down. Yeah. Well, I was I was waiting for it because Eli mentioned it like offhand when he was like giving Adam tasks. He's like, also, we need someone to help paint the sets. Ask that guy with the tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, And then fucking Claire comes in. I'm like, this is not a good time. Nope. And then I wrote down, girl, what is he going to do in a day? And she's being, um, I wrote, she is being a little slash a lot selfish. Also, Eli does have an idea for the end of the play, apparently. Yeah, he's like, I have an idea. She's like, great, what is it? And he's like, I'm going to fix the play. And she's like, oh, you're talking about that. I thought you had a plan for Asher. And I'm like, girl, not the time. No. And then she's like, well, I have a plan. We're going to sneak into his office while he's at an award ceremony tomorrow night and plant something on his computer. And I'm like, Claire, you can't put fake shit on his computer. You're going to get caught. And that's just going to tear down your character even more. It's like a terrible idea. It's a horrible idea. And also, Eli's play is the next night. And she totally forgot about that. She's like, oh, yeah, your play. And I'm like. Claire, you're being really shitty. Yeah. She's being super shitty. She, and don't get me wrong, she's dealt with the trauma. I yeah. get that. But also, she's just dealing with it in a really bad way. It's so unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. She needs to be talking to an adult. Yeah. Um, And Eli's like, I'll figure out how to do both things. We'll figure it out. And I'm like, no, Eli, focus on your shit. Claire's being selfish. And, and also coming up with terrible plans. Terrible ideas that are illegal. Yeah. And then we find out that Becky Baker is a Baptist, which makes sense. Yeah, we're with Adam and Becky and they're like trying to do their science project. And Adam's like, yeah, I used to go to church too, Becky. That's how I know that they're like not everyone who believes in God is offensive <laughs> like yeah. you are. Yeah. And then he pulls out like a 70 million year old like mollusk or something and is like, let's do our project on this. And she's like, OK, cool. And she's like, oh, so you look past. Like, you, don't you believe, don't you think this is, like, unnatural? Or don't you think this is a lie? Like, doesn't the Bible say that the Earth is only 6,000 years old? And she's like, isn't that kind of a metaphor? And it's he's like, and he <sighs> says, my favorite, which is, so you'll look creation, so, ooh, so you'll look past the Bible for a mollusk, but not when you see a play about two dudes in love. Yeah. And she's like, I mean, blah, blah. And then he's like, because of intolerance like yours, I've been thrown out of washrooms, beaten up bad. And she says, well, I would never want to hurt anybody. And then he comes back with the stuff you say, though, makes people think it's okay to bully kids who are gay or transgender or different in any way. And it's just like slam on slam on slam. Hell And exposing yeah. her hypocrisy. And he's like, all right, well, I right, let's work on this separately. I don't want to work with you because fuck you. Yeah. Terrible. Adam's amazing. And Becky's kind of like, wait, what? My brain is exploding with all of this information. We love Adam. We don't deserve Adam. <sighs> Adam's the best. Um, and then we're with Tristan. Who has a big crush on, on, guy. on Tattoo Guy. And Tori and Maya are not competent. Yeah. And he's like, we shared a look. And they're like, um, They kind of did, okay. though. They totally did, though. And... And they're like, I mean, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. They're like already like trying to like ramp down his energy. And he's like, thanks for looking out for me, but I'm going to get that boy to kiss me. Mark my words. And then walks away. And it's yep. great. It's incredible. I love um, it. Uh, and then Eli is talking to Imogen about the new plan for the play. And she's super on board, but she needs bigger poles. Yeah. So it's going to take a couple hours, which seems reasonable. But yeah. Eli's like, a couple hours? I'm like, yeah, she has to go acquire materials, like, man. I need to get this revision to Simpson before the end of the day, and I have Claire stuff. And then Imogen's like, whew. Like, I'm glad I, like, I'm getting deja vu, changing the end of the play, doing everything for Claire. I'm glad I'm no longer caught up in Hurricane Eli. And Which, I'm like, same. Yeah. He is being kind of worrying. It's like, he's, she's like, you're being kind of manic and scary. Yeah. Like, remember last time? Remember the last play? Remember how crazy everything was then? Remember um, that rewrite? Yeah. But then we find out that the rewrite was accepted and it's exciting. And yes. then Claire, it's like the end. It's like the last scene. I think it's the next day. And Simpson's like, it's accepted. Good job. And it's like the day that the play is going to premiere. And it's like, thank God. And Claire comes in 
And he's like, it was accepted. And she's like, oh, great. Your play's still happening. Okay, well, I'm still doing this thing. And Eli is, like, trying to back out. He's thinking sense into her. So clearly, I'm honestly so proud of him and his growth. Yeah. It, like, warms my whole entire heart. And he's like, you need to talk to Miss O. You need to tell her. And she's like, no. He's like, well, too bad I already told her about it. And I was Which, like, oh, that's a move. But also, he's like, someone needed to go to an adult in this situation. Because yeah. Claire wasn't going to do it on her own. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, um, and it's definitely an overstep, but Eli and Claire are all about overstepping. Yeah, and, and sometimes it needed. It need needed one. She needed she to talk to someone. To talk to someone. I mean, it's definitely like morally hinky, but you know. Yeah, I feel. I don't know necessary. if Eli told Miss O details, but I feel like if he did, that probably wouldn't be great. But I feel like he, like. To get around a little bit of the morally hinky area would be, I'm worried about Claire. Something happened to her with her internship. I really think you need to talk to her because I'm worried and she's like acting rash. Yeah. Because she is. And, oh yeah, wait. The last scene is where with Tristan, who's like, I tripped over a shrub trying to talk to that cute boy, but whatever i'll try again and then he finds a rose on his locker and it's giving me rick flashbacks yep with but, a thing from a secret admirer yeah and at first i was like yay and then i was like oh no this is gonna be a trick yeah. or a trap or something because then we find out that it coincides directly with like the last rehearsal before the play starts yeah. and and like the play is going to start maybe while he's away he might miss some stuff and they're like and they're like not argue really need to just not let yeah. all these people down and he's like it'll be really fast and yeah. worth it i gotta do it um and, and that's then, when i'm like no is this is gonna be a trap and then and then we start part two and claire is with miss O and her mom is here and claire is like no nothing happened everything's okay nothing happened nothing happened and it's like girl you need to talk about this um and I'm like, this isn't going to make it any easier. It's not going to make it go away. No. Your plan is not good. She just like, she's like, I was obsessed with him. It's my fault. I'm like, why are you doing, why this? Are you doing this? And then Miss O is like, no, that's not what happened. Like, tell me about what happened. And I'm like, thank God Miss O believes her. And they want to go to the police. And Claire doesn't want to, which is fair if that she doesn't want to go. I don't think she should be forced to like bring it all up again if she doesn't want to no but she should be but forced into therapy she should be forced into therapy a thousand percent because she needs to be there mm-hmm. she needs to talk to somebody and then we get a gross glimpse into some whisper hug practice that i did not care yep. for and tori is like where's tristan where's tristan and then and she's like, super pissed she's really pissed that he went off to meet a secret admirer and zig's like we should give him a space and she's like yeah no we're not doing that um, and then we're with Becky, who is deciding that she doesn't want to protest the play anymore because like, she recognizes that it's hateful, hopefully, maybe. Yeah. And and then Adam Luke comes in. There. Yeah, Luke is there. And Adam comes in and he's like, Tristan is missing. And she and he's like, I swear to God, if you did something. And she's like, I didn't do anything. And like, Adam definitely thinks that they both did it. But this just has Luke written all yeah. fucking over it. And Becky's like. Swear to God, like, what did you, did you have anything to do with this? Like, please, you have to tell me. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because he's awful. He's the worst. And then we're with Claire after her meeting, and she's pissed at Eli. And she's like, they want me to go to the police with no evidence to be humiliated again. And I'm still doing my plan. And I'm just like, you can't plant false evidence. Don't do this. And Eli knows she's being insane. And she, he's like, no, I'm not helping you do this. Please don't do this. I need to focus on my play. I Just please don't do this. This is a bad idea. But I can't get dragged into this shit again. Like, I'm finally good. I can't do it. And I'm very proud of him for like, I'm not so feeding into her crazy plan. Meanwhile... Katie is a good friend, but also a enabling, her enabling and behavior. disaster. So she's like, I'll help. Yeah. And, she, and then Claire tells her that the plan is that Claire is going to take sexy photos of herself and plant them on Asher's computer. And Katie's like, won't that just make you like really look like you actually are obsessed with him? And Claire's like, they already think that. It doesn't matter. I'm 17. 
like he can't have these photos on his computer because it's child pornography. And I'm like, why is this the first time we're bringing up that child pornography exists? And Claire's crazy ass plan. Not when Peter did it. Not when Peter did it again. Sure. <laughs> not when both times that Peter did it. Like, we didn't talk about it then. But now we're talking about it in this crazy ass plan. And Katie's like, wow, well, if you're willing to do that, then I'll definitely help you. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, seconded. Uh, I also said what? Um, it was, what the fuck? Yeah. And then we're in the hallway and we're all looking for Tristan. And Owen is there and he's like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, well, first they notice that um, Tristan... Uh, the uh, Dallas has uh, Dallas and Luke have Tristan's phone, yeah. and they're standing there with Owen. And I, I guess Owen didn't notice that it was Tristan's phone. He doesn't yeah, know yeah, yeah. like what's going on, but Tori notices right away because they're calling him and it's ringing. And yeah. then they see them with the phone. They're like, "That's Tristan's phone." And then Owen's and, like, "What the fuck did you do to my brother?" And it's like the most I've ever liked Owen. It's one hundred percent the most I've ever liked Owen. I was just like, "Yes, punch him in the face, like, make them." Bring him, your brother back. <laughs> I'm like, oh, because they I, do they know that Tristan is Owen's brother? I don't know if I they do because they don't really like they Owen doesn't really talk about it. Yeah, but like I'm they like kind of both avoid each other. But I'm like, he will destroy he will him. murder you. Yeah, um, he threatened everyone in the neighborhood so they wouldn't laugh at him when he put on a play yeah. as a child. <laughs> he will destroy you. Owen's so shitty, but he's a good. He can be a good brother. He can be a shitty brother. Too, he's right? a. He, but he's but like he's a protector. Protective over his brother, which I appreciate. I do enjoy that. It's the it's like the one glowing quality of Owen the that only I enjoy. Good quality it's of the Owen. one that I enjoy, and it is how protective he is over his brother. Yeah, this just like warmed my whole entire heart. I'm like in my bed yelling, like yeah, fuck yeah, Owen. Like, just, I'm like this is the only this is the only time I've been happy to have Owen in a situation. I'm like yes, enforcer. Like bring your brother back. Yeah. Murder everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Get aggro. I'm supportive of this right now. Um, but then we're then we're with Claire who's oh, taking boy. the photos of herself at school in yeah. the bathroom, which also probably adds even more illegal shit to this entire situation. Also, like, nothing made me more uncomfortable in this world than watching Claire take sexy photos of herself in a bathroom mirror. While Florence and the Machine is playing in the background. So confusing. And Katie is, Katie looks like a badass blocking the door, though. I will say that. Yeah, she's blocking the door. But I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, don't take off your bra. What do you know? Ooh, Mm, no. Did not enjoy that. Hated it. Hated it. Also, um, Katie, I just like, I honestly, when Katie first started talking to Claire, I kind of forgot that Katie is dating Jake. So Katie and Claire kind of are like friends now and know each other now because my only connection with Katie and Claire together was when Katie was like, no, Claire is drama. Yeah. Absolutely not. You're bad at writing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just, I was like, I was like, why is this happening? Oh, right. And then we're with Becky who's singing and I didn't like it. And then Everyone's like, where's Tristan? Where's Tristan? And she's like, I can help, maybe. I don't know. Or yeah. no, she's like singing at a bus stop. She's like sitting. Yeah, she's sitting at the bus stop and she's listening to a song. And she's it's like. Is she listening to a song from the play? She is. She How is, is this like downloadable? Unclear. Um, I have no idea. It's like, I just did. the. I'm confused. About I, I have no idea. But but she like, it's the lyrics help her come to the conclusion that she's going to help because yeah. Tristan is still missing and she feels like it's probably Luke's fault. And we're with Eli. Yeah. And we're with Eli and Adam and Adam is still like, why are you thinking about Claire right now? Cause Adam doesn't really know what's going on, but he's still like dude priorities. Cause Eli's still like worried about her, obviously. Yeah. And then Becky is like, I'm here to help. I'm like, I know all the songs. I'm like, how, how you haven't been at any rehearsals. How do you, I get, fine, you know the songs, but do you know any of the lines? Like, Jules is a major part. Do you it's know? literally one of the names in the title of this play. Do you know, like, any of the choreography? Do you yeah. know where the fuck you have to stand? Yeah. Like, like any of the blocking at all? And I'm like, and I'm just like, where the fuck is Tristan? This can't, this is going to be a disaster. No. And she's like, I'll be Juliet. And Eli's like, no, you have to be Jules. Like, that's the whole point of this fucking play. And she's like, you want me to promote homosexuality? And Eli's like, I want you to promote tolerance. And she's like, fine, I'll do it as a boy. I'll be 
if Tristan doesn't show up, I'll be Jules. And I'm like, okay. And Adam's like, what the fuck? And Eli's like, whatever. She can sing. Who cares? Like, can she though? I think she's fine. She's fine. Yeah, it's very theater voice. It's very theater theater voice. voice. And then we're with Claire. We're at the newspaper. And I'm just like, this is a terrible idea. I don't know. I actually don't remember. I wrote... I just have like Becky stuff. I wrote Claire. This is a bad idea. And then I'm like, Tristan, where are you? <laughs> they locked him in a storage room. So then we find Tristan who's locked in like a classroom or something. And he's like, I'm sorry. Also, so I'm many, dumb. so many rooms in this school that we've never seen before that people just show up in. Yeah. It's very yeah. confusing. Um, But they find him and he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I probably, I shouldn't even be in the play. Like, I don't even know what to I've never been loved. I don't know what it's like to be loved or I don't know. And Tori's like, like, there are four people in this room who love you. And then she's like, come on, you guys. And Owen's like, I love you, bro. He's like, you know, I love you, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and and then Tori's like, and if you're worried about Dave being your first kiss. And then she like grabs him and gives him a kiss. And she's like, well, now you don't have to worry about it anymore. On your first kiss. It's fine. And I'm like, I love their friendship. I love it so it's much. So and it's nice. like, you know, if you're if you're worried about your first kiss. Yeah. Best friend kiss. Yeah, Fuck it. Perfect. With someone who go. really loves someone you. Someone who loves you. So you can always say that your first kiss was from someone who loved you. Yeah. Um, Mine was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think most people's are. No. Um, Behind a stop and shop. But then we're, we're at the play and Becky's got her dirt stash on. Oh my God, it's so funny. With the top hat and everything. And I'm like, oh boy, I really hope this, I need Tristan to get there immediately. Um, and then we're with Claire and we're at the newspaper and she, fucking thank christ she's like i can't do this yeah but like, first Good. but first she's like let's do this and i noticed that there's still people in the office like yeah. there's a guy at the front desk yeah like people will have seen you dummy not everybody goes to the awards it's just asher's not gonna be there people are gonna see you you idiot like also they know your face you and have been like, the topic of gossip there for a while yeah and she's like i can't do it and i'm like good thank you God, oh my God. And then, oh my God, then we're at the play. And Dave, first of all, doesn't know how to pronounce Mercutio. He says Mercutio. And although I guess maybe that's just a preference thing, but I thought it sounded weird. And then, so we're, we're, the Tybalt Romeo duel is a dance battle. Honestly, great. I want to watch this fucking play. I want to watch this play. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, fine, sure. And then we're back with Claire, and she's talking to that former intern who I guess works there. I don't think we knew that she worked there. I don't know if she does. I think she was just like, why is she there? I have no idea. I don't know. And then Claire is talking to her and tells her what happens. And it seems like she had similar experience, but she's not talking about it. She she makes a face that's like yeah. a surprise, like like alarm. Yeah, and then she walks away. Yeah, and then we're at the balcony scene with the kiss, and it's great, but I'm like, but wait, doesn't this have, what, where are we in the play? Is this the first balcony scene, or is this like, I'm like, Tybalt's already dead, where are we in this play? I'm a little confused about the timeline. I'm a little confused about the timeline of the play, maybe it's like after they, because wait, does he kill Tybalt before they get married, or after? Before. So maybe it's like when he's leaving her after they got married and she's like, gotta flee now. I killed your brother. <laughs> Something. I can't. I can't. I honestly can't remember the timeline. Also, I don't know if it was before. I like I can't I remember. I remember. I can't maybe remember. It's, maybe it tracks. But I was confused. I'm like, wait, what? Don't. Because I was like, but like, wouldn't the first kiss be in the first balcony scene? That's why I was confused. I don't know. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Um, does a kiss happen at the first balcony scene, though? I think so. I don't know. I think it does. But anyway, remember. I'm getting too caught up in like the plot of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. But Becky is watching in the sidelines, and she's like very. She's clearly like conflicted, but happy and yeah. learning. I'm very proud of how she is growing. She's definitely growing, and she's expanding her worldview, and she's like open to discussion is kind of where i think becky baker is at at this point yes. um 
And then we're with Katie and Claire, and Claire's still freaking out, and she's blaming herself and for, Katie, like, not doing anything. Yeah. And Katie is a good friend. She's like, you can't blame yourself yeah. for this. Like, don't do that. And then the... And then I think we're... Are we back at school? No, we're still there because Claire's like, I'm going to talk to the cops. Yeah. And this is when the intern comes over yeah, and, she's and she's like, like I want to talk to you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then we're in the finale. Becky. Oh, yeah. And then like, I think offstage, Becky's like, I'm opening my mind. And then Adam is like, you should go sing at the finale with the chorus. And she's like, OK, thanks. And then it's the finale. Becky's singing with the chorus. Um and then it ends and it's great. And then I love this play. It's so good. And then after they like walk off stage, stagehand guy comes over to Tristan and tells him a good job and like touches his like chest or something. Was like, good job. And like walks away. It's amazing. And Tristan's like, I can die now. Basically. Honestly, same. It's amazing. Um, and then Becky is thanking Adam for including her in the play. And she hugs him. She hugs him. I'm like, she has a crush on him. She likes him. Yeah. She totally likes him. Um, and she's all confused about it. I ship it, honestly. I, I'm like, I ship it and hope that Becky can, like, not be an offensive human being. I feel like she's going to be I better. I think she's actually growing. I, like, I, I had... I appreciate it. I had a... I, I was very skeptical about Becky, but... Actually, after our conversation with Steven, I had a lot of hope for Becky. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to turn he, around. He, yeah, I'm like, if he likes her, then okay. Yeah, because he yeah. was like, because he, he mentioned that the actress was very similar to right. her. And I was like, we're at a point now where that would be offensive. And I feel like he wouldn't be insulting like a person that he really likes. Yeah. So I bet it's just like her sunny disposition and how she gets better. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like. I feel like Becky's whole deal is that she's just, like, very naive and just accepts, like, a lot of the stuff her dad tells her at face value kind of a deal. She's not and, a critical thinker. But now that Adam is kind of challenging her beliefs and, like, just kind of, like, having an open discussion about it, I think she's, like, she's, she, it's, like, stuff she's never, like, thought about before. And now that she's thinking about it, she's definitely, like, opening up her mind and, is realizing that, like, some of the stuff she says can be hurtful and have, like, and she can be indirectly responsible for, like, hateful things happening and yeah. all of that stuff. So I'm, like, I'm interested in the Becky Baker arc now. I still hate Luke, though. Luke is awful. Fuck Luke forever. Um, And then we're at the bows, and the bows are really sweet. Yes. And Eli's so happy and proud of them. And then they're like, come up on stage. Come up on stage. And I'm like, Eli, you finally made a good play. It's so good. <laughs> it's not the train wreck that it was, that the last one was. God bless. Thank God. It's really, it's like, really like when he was in a horrible mental state last time, that play was bananas. Mm -hmm. And now that he's all better, or now that he has been helped and he's in therapy and he's like so much in a much better place, it's like... And the play reflects that aspect of him, too. Yeah. And Claire's here, and she brought roses. And she's like, I missed it, but I promise I'll go to all the other ones after. Jennifer confessed to me that she was also assaulted by Asher, and we're going to go to the police together. And he's like, that's great. And I'm like, I feel like I'd still be a little mad at her, but we're <laughs> forgiving her immediately. And I'm yeah. like, fine, whatever. They're fine. But, you know, Eli is a sweetie and he's grown so much. I'm just yeah. so proud of his growth. Because Claire's like, I promise, like, la, la, la. And then she's like, starts to quote, like, what's the line from the play? And he's like, we should probably stop thinking of ourselves as Romeo and Juliet. Which is I'm a like, yes. great point. Um, But then Claire says, they're talking about how much they love each other. And Claire forever goes, forever and always, which is made me uncomfortable i just my response to anyone being like forever and always and is just Florence yikes and the machine song is playing again yep and they're like i love you i love you so much and i'm like you guys still have so much so many unresolved issues but yay so, love yay love <laughs> cool um and then that's the end of the episode it was a great fucking episode ep. i had it a, was a good Ah, I had a I had a great time start to finish. I watched it Wednesday and Holland texted me on Thursday because we uh, hung out last night. And she's like, do you want to watch the episode when we hang out or should I watch it now? And I was like, I watched it last night. <laughs> You're going to love it. And then I texted her like after I watched part only part one. I'm like, I've only watched part one, but it's already insane. Yeah. 
It's bananas and Fucking great. Claire. Claire. Oh my god. I screamed so much. I paused it a lot to write down notes. Oh, me too. I was just yelling at Claire the whole time. I'm like, "You what are you doing? This is not healthy." I watched I watched the episode alone and it was like, "Thank God I watched it alone because I paused it yeah, so I paused many it times." Yeah, I paused it a lot. And I like had to rewind it a couple times too. Yeah. To be like, "What is going on?" Yeah. There was a lot of start and stop, and I was just like, no, this is perfect. Oh, my God. I took a break in between. Oh I was like, God. I just need to walk around. So much. Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Spirit Squad Captain. I think I might go Eli. Eli's um, one. I'm going to go Becky Baker for the extreme growth. Yeah, good. Yeah. Tori a little bit for being a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ship. Are we shipping Adam and Becky? Because I'm kind of shipping Adam and Becky. I'm kind of shipping Adam and Becky. I don't know, man. I think it could be... I think if she oh, figures no, her shit out... I'm also shipping Tristan in that stage. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> um, Tristan, hot tattoo guy. Yeah, hot tattoo stagehand guy. We need a name for him. I don't know. I like um, hot tattoo guy. <laughs> and then that's all we do. We don't do moral anymore. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Yeah. Be yourself. <laughs> Tell the truth. Be honest. <laughs> Be honest was a lot of them. Almost all. Um, all right. Grapevine. All right. We have tweets? We have tweets. Um, one of them relates to an email from Caitlin that you're going to read, but I just wanted to say that there's going to be a hockey email. Yeah, and we got a lot of people talking to us about the hockey situation. Yeah, I just wanted to give credit to Whitley because um, they sent us like two very long tweets with that are good at explaining that Caitlin will also go into. Yeah. Um, we also have a tweet from Lindsay. Um, also just finished watching the episode Secret and then listening to the podcast about it and I had a weird thought. Like all the focus was on Emma, but we haven't seen Toby. What's the potato struggle? What if he was giving out bracelets in the ravine? <laughs> Which is a fun point. What the hell was going on with Toby? I know we did not get a lot of Toby's like struggle post Rick. Like maybe we maybe did like I think we did like one episode where like JT and Danny were still like leaving him out. We're being all mean to him. They're like, you were friends with that guy. Uh, and Toby's like, yeah, I was like, what of it? Like my friend died. Stop being assholes to me. I yeah. think that was an episode. Yeah. But we didn't really get the same kind of dramatic, dramatic two part deal with him. Yeah. We no- I don't think we ever got a two part Toby focused episode ever. We did not. The most we ever focused on him was like the bulimia, like wrestling thing. Yeah. Um, we also, this is relevant. We also have a tweet from Maddie. Um, sorry to be the trans police again. Listen, never apologize because we don't know yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. We, we do our best, but you guys always feel free to correct us. I mean, we like it when you're nice. We appreciate that. <laughs> but like, always be like, no, you're wrong. We're wrong. Please tell us. Because we, we'll keep being wrong. We have like zero authority or knowledge on basically anything. Right. Anything. Anything, anything at all we're idiots just tell us um okay so sorry to be the trans police again but it's worth mentioning that it was super uncool of jenna to out adam to becky no matter how out you think a trans person is it's never your place to do that that is so true like yeah. it didn't even occur to me because adam like because we because we all know we know and also yeah. because i'd noticed that adam always seems relieved if someone already knows that he's trans and he doesn't have to come out but also you're totally spot on like Jenna should not do that. No one should do that. Yeah. Not great. Um, also, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think of Becky Baker. <laughs> yeah. Of what? of Because uh, I feel like our shipping Adam and Becky is certainly problematic. Oh, but yeah. also the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. Um, final tweet. Do you guys ever... Uh, this is from Laura. Do you guys ever get kind of shocked when they play mainstream music on Degrassi? I always find it kind of jarring because it doesn't happen that often. So I kind of just end up looking like... And then there was a gif of um, uh, Jensen Ackles and Supernatural making a face. Yes. I because I am always taken off guard and I always write it down in my notes. Yeah. I'm like, what? Florence on the Machine? It's alarming every single <laughs> it's time. It's very alarming every Start time. Start to finish. Also, because it's always like right out of this era. So I'm like, wait, what? What's happening? <laughs> Imagine Dragons. Yeah. it's all And it's always just one because you're like, you know, they can only afford to buy one song per episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's like actually mainstream. Fully correct. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's so jarring because when we started, it was like 
fake green sleeves. Like the same like music beats played for the same moods every yeah. episode. The Sean music. Never yeah. forget that. Oh, love the Sean music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely very jarring. Um, okay, but we also have two emails to read. The first one is from Caitlin. Hockey notes. This got longer than I thought it would. <laughs> Um, And she says, hello, Queens. I thought I would send this to you because it sounds like there is some confusion in the area. The hockey team that the boys are on is actually meant to be a junior league hockey team. That's why the kids are all bussed in from other places, etc. That's also why Cam is kind of isolated, I think, because he's 16, which is rare in Canada's junior league hockey. Junior league hockey is the closest thing to being a professional athlete a kid can get. They don't get paid, but they do play in professional or semi-professional rinks. All equipment, travel, lodging, etc. is free as long as you're in the top two levels. Some of them do receive small stipends from NHL slash CHL teams as entry-level contracts, which is dubious to me, but YOLO. Without getting too far in the weeds, junior league hockey can be kind of a big deal for these kids, with some of them getting drafts straight to the NHL or the CHL, the Canadian Hockey League. Degrassi is also portraying them to be a major junior league, which is a dumb fucking name, but that means they technically are professional hockey players because that level is governed by the CHL. My personal experience with junior league hockey players has been dudes who wanted free college and aged and had aged out of the NHL draft. They were also from they were also Czech and really tall and like 22-year-old first years. Usually if you don't go to college right away, you can keep playing junior league in Europe and parts of the US until you're 20. Less sure on this part. Notable Junior League NHL draftees. Derek Bugard, my child. I Guys, I don't know anything about hockey, so if I'm pronouncing names wrong, I'm sorry. My childhood enforcer hero and the reason I hate the Rangers and pretty much any any Canadian-born hockey player. I thought this might help explain kiss cams and some of the gravity that the team has with this, especially Dallas. He's ve- He's a very typical Junior League player. I want you both to know I fully enjoy and support whatever upload schedule you both choose to do that Holland enforces. You're both awesome and also deserve to have a life and enjoy doing the thing. Plus, it's free. Who the fuck am I to complain? These have been the elegant, maybe incorrect thoughts of Caitlin, hockey lover and levity extraordinaire, sent from my iPhone while laying in bed. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. Um, so, yeah. I guess the, I think like I got I get I got that it wasn't a high school hockey like it wasn't through the school but I guess I didn't realize like maybe they would have press waiting for them outside of the locker room. That's that's mostly what I was confused about and the kiss cams. Yeah. But that all makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, my hockey experience as far as like my little brother was a hockey player, but he like the most he did was like travel in like high school like there was no like I don't know it was on like a junior league whatever the fuck no (laughs) like the college he went to they were um they were d1 which is like the highest you can be in like a a college situation but he didn't play for that because he was like that sounds stressful um yeah uh but so I like like a time commitment um and he's like I kind of want to be a doctor or a vet I don't have time for this um which worked out uh but yeah, I don't know. So I have like no knowledge or experience. I just I just love hockey and that's all I got. I'm from California. We don't we didn't have hockey. Like no, I don't think we had any like like hockey leagues for children. Yeah. Like I think like the closest hockey team was in like San Jose. That sounds right. The Sharks, is that a thing? I don't know. I don't watch hockey. Um but yeah. So thank you very much for for the explanation, will treat their hockey team as a little bit more credible, I guess, going forward. Yeah. Um, and then we have an email from Kev, um, and they say, TNG better, yay or nay? Hi, girls, it's Kev again. Out of sheer, out of sheer curiosity, I was wondering what your take is on this generation of Degrassi kids and the ones you grew up with. There's a lot of debate that Degrassi was better when it was TNG, I disagree because I am able to enjoy all the generations. Also, what are some things you wish they kept the same and some things you are glad they changed about the show? Thank you for taking the time out to read this. Hope you're both having a great summer. Bye now. Well, I like the next generation better. (laughs) 
Yeah. But we also have nostalgia goggles. But it's, yeah, it's a thousand percent nostalgia goggles. And it just, like, I'm more invested in those characters because I know them better. Yeah. But I will say my favorite thing as far as uh, changes have gone is that there's just, they they really adjusted with the times. And there was just so much growth as far as, like, understanding, like, mental mental illness and just any, like, any social issues, like, just leaps and bounds and they've just gotten better at going more in depth about it it's not like after school special we solve it in an episode anymore it's like no we're gonna like portray this as it would be like we're we're, this is gonna last multiple seasons like eli's mental health is a problem like we're gonna talk about that and we're gonna show how it's always evolving and And it's a process yeah um, I, but I do miss, like, the one thing that I really miss is just I miss all of our friends from the early seasons. Um, so I guess, I don't know. So I guess as far as, like, one being better than the other, I would agree that the only way, the only thing I'll say is, like, season 11 was garbage. Fuck season, season 11. Season 11 was awful. But I will say that I don't think one is necessarily better than the other like they all have their strengths and they all have their weaknesses where I think they maybe like even out as far as like quality goes except for season 11 um so I will agree with you that I don't think one is better than the other but I personally enjoy watching next generation better just because like that's what I came into the show with and I'm sure that's like probably the same for anybody like the people you like the best are the ones you met first like yeah that's like yeah um so yeah so that i think that is all the grapevine that we have for today um if you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at degrassi pod or on instagram at degrassi pod you can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com you can listen to us pretty much anywhere but if you're on apple podcasts if you could rate review and subscribe that would be super cool and if you leave us a review we will make up a degrassi inspired fan fiction for you on the show and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at hollandtacular and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at kel sucks with a z at the end um i don't really know what to recommend i've been watching a lot of beauty gurus on youtube lately um so check i've been watching a lot of james charles i've been watching a lot of jeffree star um so that's just i'm just gonna recommend that i am going to recommend an album um let me see hold on one second uh don't do not play please okay um it's called hokey fright by the uncluded it's just a mashup of um of uh Kimya Dawson who uh if you don't know who Kimya Dawson is uh, you would know her if you listen to the Juno soundtrack. Uh, yeah. It's mostly Kimya Dawson. Um and Aesop Aesop Rock, I don't know. It's great. It's fucking great. Just listen to that whole album. Cool. Um all right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.